Welcome to the Spiritual Scientist Podcast, where we journey through science and spirituality, modern and ancient practices, and make connections between the mind, body, and soul for optimal health and well-being. I'm your host, Sarah Fieschi, nutritionist, research scientist, energy healer, lifestyle coach, and mother of three. I am truly humbled you are joining me on this magical journey of bridging the gap between science and spirituality. Welcome Charlotte to the Spiritual Scientist Podcast. Extremely excited to chat with you today about taking charge with knowledge and power of a significant time for many women in their lives, that being during perimenopause. Thanks for being here, Charlotte. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. It's great to be here. Charlotte, can you tell the listeners and I a little bit about yourself, the work that you do, and perhaps the book that, a little bit about the book that's coming out next week, because you've got something very exciting happening and I can't (laughs) wait to talk more about it. Sure. Okay. So um, you might hear in my accent, I've got a bit of an English accent, the residue of, uh, mind you, uh, yes, I've been here 28 years. So it's, um, yes, but I grew up in London and came over here then. And my work has mainly been um, in teaching. Um, And uh, these days, my focus is on women and girls. Um, I call myself a cycles awareness educator. Uh, the body has been my main passion through my whole uh, working life and I've worked as a dance facilitator, a doula, uh, also known as a birth attendant and um, and now I'm um, really focusing on cycles awareness and I also write. I've, I've written three books so I'll tell you a bit about that towards uh, the end of filling you in on my um, what I do. So what is a cycles awareness educator? Well basically it's um, someone who educates for girls um, around their cycle. I basically um, get them when they're about 10 to 12, they come for a workshop, a day workshop with their mums. Uh, the the mums drop them off in the morning, or dads um, drop them off in the morning, and we look at our anatomy. And then I explain about the cycles of the moon and the sun and the earth. And, and then we look at our own cycle. And, um, and it, contextualizes menstruation in a bigger picture in a in a sort of natural picture um, and then up the other end I'm a perimenopause educator and that's really teaching about our life cycles or where we are in each cycle phase of our lives and also what's happening what what's happening to our hormones really breaking down um, the almost down to the molecular level if you like what's happening and also importantly what to expect around the emotional side the um, mood swings and and also bigger picture even more what's happening on a soul level or a bigger bigger picture because around this time women often find themselves saying what I, I don't know who I am anymore what's my life about what's my purpose because it's such a huge transition so um, those that's where cycles uh awareness comes in it's not just the menstrual cycle it's also the life cycle yeah and so I've written when when COVID hit this year um, because I run workshops for women as well I wasn't able to uh, run them anymore face to face so 
what I did was I put a lot of the information it was just going to be like a little manual for the workshop so that when women enrolled they could have the manual read all the information and then we could get to to the more juicy part of the workshop the interactive part but as as the year went on it, the book it became a book it grew and grew and so that's what I'll be launching um, next week online yeah amazing oh how wonderful okay so I like I love I love the fact that you're sort of starting you talk about working with girls that are you know between 10 and 12 you know upon that sort of menarche you know that that yes. you know the onset of menstruation yes. what a wonderful time to start working with girls um I wondered if have you do you do any work within high schools I, I remember as a um uh I guess a you know being in high school and having some sort of education very biological type based education around menstruation and, and differing elements um that come into the picture um in that sort of transition in life but um I wonder if you do any work with high schools, if it's something that you've explored, I'd say it would be absolutely wonderful. Mm. I um, I did go into my daughter's school and um, do a couple of afternoons there with the girls in year seven and eight at, by invitation, but I haven't got anything formally happening. Um, I would love for there to be some more education around um, accepting uh, cycles and being and reading them actually because our periods are a really good barometer for our health you know it's usually the first thing to go if for example if your diet um, if you stop eating properly then our period will drop off because obviously your body's not able to make a baby so that's kind of the first thing but not just the stopping of a period it's like how heavy is it is you know some we're we're kind of led to believe often that periods involve a lot of pain and actually if you have a lot of pain yes discomfort but not extreme pain and many women suffer with extreme pain in their cycles and that's with the rise of endometriosis and um, fibroids as well but there's a lot that we are not taught ever about you know uh, even how much to have what's a sort of normal cycle you know yeah. um, so and not that that's the other thing that I say normal during the workshops I always say to the girls there's a general kind of rule but we're all so different and we all experience things different and that's the same in perimenopause you know our hormones are as individual as our fingerprints the, the, the kind of makeup of our hormones it's very individualized and wow. that's whilst whilst you can have a general understanding of the arc of what happens to our bodies it's also knowing that what's happening to my body will likely be very different and the way I experience it to how you experience it one because of our hormone makeup two because of our diet our exercise what's happening in our body if we have a very stressful life all of these things impact and then there's the even bigger picture where you've got the endocrine system in there as well. So the, the reproductive hormones are actually number five on the list. There's things like blood sugar is number one on the list. And then there's your thyroid. So there's, I'm getting a bit technical here, but there's, it's such a work of art, our body. Like I, I just love the human body. And I suppose that's really what I'm on a mission to kind of um, wave my little flag about is that that our bodies are amazing. And it's about if, uh, if we understand the way they work, 
a bit better, then we're more likely to accept them and work with our body as an ally rather than, oh, this is happening to me and I hate my body, you know, which is kind of what we're more encouraged to do as women, right down to looking in the mirror and saying, I'm too fat. You know, that's where it starts. We look at our bodies on the outside of, of, um, you know, have a relationship with the mirror and, and our body rather than closing our eyes and going in and, and really tuning into the wisdom that's there. Well, I love that you're waving that flag, Charlotte. And, you know, I commend you and I, I, I just want to say keep waving that flag because I think it's a really important one. You mentioned how unique we all are. So, yes, there are similar patterns, um, you know, even with times of life as to what's happening. There are similarities, but there are also differences. And it is really important that we tap into ourselves to understand ourselves to a greater degree, our uniqueness and working with ourselves in that way and really honoring that uniqueness um, and and I love when you say working with ourselves you know with our bodies working with them as opposed to against them and you mentioned you know very much in mainstream society that we've got this uh, perhaps an emphasis on the external rather than the internal and we can become very easily dissociated with our internal self um, you know mm. I just have to I only have to think back in my situation a couple of years ago and how disconnected I was with the inner part of myself. Um, and, and, you know, uh, even thinking about my period, I, I, um, I'm much more in tune with it now and want to work with it in terms of my energy levels and really honouring the time when I'm not in a push mode. I've got to be in the retreat mode. For me, that's, mm. you know, has been quite a difficult thing to come around to, Charlotte, but gosh, it's so beautiful when you have that understanding, you start working with yourself in that loving way. And when I only have to go back like three years ago and go, wow, I don't think I, um, interestingly, my body was screaming at me in different ways, but in the, my feelings of my period, and I, I wasn't getting any aches or pains, I was getting other stuff. That was probably mm. a little further down the line in terms of health-wise, but I was completely disconnected with with my period, and I was it would just be oh it's that thing I've got to deal with on those days and just keep going. And yeah. um, now I'm much more connected. I feel things in a different way, but it feels although there is discomfort, it feels really beautiful. It feels like I'm honouring myself and that I'm doing yes. myself a real beautiful service there rather than a disservice of disconnecting. Yeah, and it's so wonderful that you have found this information out. Um, and I guess that would be the lovely thing to be taught in schools is that it is a cycle. And just as the earth has spring, summer, autumn, winter, so does our monthly cycle. So, you know, spring and summer are on the way up. You've got more energy. You're on your ovulation, ovulatory side of your cycle, whereas autumn and winter, you've, you've ovulated and then your energy starts to wane just like the moon as well it's the same you know you have full moon which is like the same equivalent to ovulation and then the the moon starts to wane and and in that so do our energy levels and so does even our like what we want to wear you know just before the the week before your period you're much more likely to want to be in your and during your period in your tracky decks in your comfortable um, just at home clothes and and it's a retreat time it's a time to go in whereas when you're ovulating or on, on the way up to ovulation you much more you take much more care with your appearance you have more energy it's a great time to create and work 
project wise and really sort of um, and there's there is a movement now it's a growing movement that's teaching women of how to harness this energy and just like you've got that monthly cycle our life cycles fit in so a springtime springtime in the girl young woman's life is around well from menarch or menarchy um, to around mid-20s and that's uh, then it goes into summer which is around 25 to 40, 45. And that's when we're really building our lives, building our families, building our career, working towards what's important to us in terms of making, I suppose, um, a, a name for ourselves. It, but that might be going off and living in a cat. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be the big career. It doesn't have to be the big family, but it's what's meaningful for you, but how you fit in society or don't choose not to. And then you go into the autumn of your life, which is post. Um, so this is after menopause and that's like midlife, like later midlife. And um, actually it's a very powerful time for women at the autumn of her life. And um, it's really when you start to, do work that's more meaningful to you on a soul level of, of, okay, what did I really come here to do? So I talked about that kind of the midlife transition time. So the perimenopause transition is more like, what am I here for? I, I, you feel like you've done your, you know, um, a lot of the work is behind you in terms of your family and or your business um, career, but, but there's still so much time left to do. And so it's making more meaning out of your life. And it might be to continue on the, the career path, or it might be to jump over to doing something completely different. And so perimenopause is like um, a bridge from one season to another, from the, the summer of your life to the autumn of your life. And it can last two to 10 years perimenopause and actually it's more symptomatic yeah and it hits around um 42 to 55 is the age range and look some women sail through it and don't notice anything others have a really hard time with symptoms and find it really challenging um and and then there's all the in between you know that um some the thing about it is it comes in waves often so progesterone is the first hormone to go down the to decline and that's progesterone um one of its functions it's like the valium the natural valium in our body and it's um so women will find that they wake up more at night you know they'll go through this time of and again uh, not everybody but lots a bit of insomnia starts happening and anxiety can happen as well because if we haven't got that natural kind of uh, yeah just calm and well-being hormone in such a high supply then then anxiety can crop up so these are all the things that will and there's you know this most common symptom is um, a hot flush that's more towards the end of perimenopause so there's different you know stages in the um transition if you like but the main thing to remember is that it changes like it's things are changing and they come in waves it's not like you're suddenly in this two to seven year period of full-on symptoms it goes up and down just like your hormones go up and down yes yeah i see and 
you know, before we sort of hit record on this um, episode, I, I was just talking about the fact that perhaps I haven't thought that much about perimenopause. Of course, I'm not sort of in that, um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of tracking towards it, but it's not been a consideration for me. But even mainstream, just talking about perimenopause, for me, it's, you know, it's all about menstruation. This is what I've been exposed to. And I think mainstream, perhaps it's something like this. And maybe you can talk about to this a little more, Charlotte. You know, it's all about menstruation and then it's menopause. <laughs> You know, like that's yes. what we're sort of, you know, taught or exposed to. But this perimenopause period in which it sounds quite significant for many women um, and a real period of, of empowerment and, and, and understanding, you can really sort of harness so much of one's power in that sort of knowledge and, and learning more about the sort of cyclical type of a, an activity that the body goes through. I don't know, is there much not happening in mainstream about discussions about this? And perhaps this is where your book and your you come into picture. <laughs> well, um, I, I'd say there's not a lot of positive or, or historically there hasn't been a lot of positive stuff around it's uh, around menopause. You know, it's sort of like you hit menopause and that's it. You're sort of <laughs> old and dried up and finished and because we, we love youth and all things that are young and um vibrant and in that uh I think again it goes to looks a lot of the time we're kind of encouraged to look our best and to look young and as youthful as we can so it hasn't had the best rap menopause but perimenopause is sort of wait everybody's waking up I think more and more to that the fact that this is a significant as you say it's a significant phase in a woman's life it's like it's like it's a second adolescence you know we, we talk about adolescence and puberty being this turbulent time when when we hit it as a young um, woman, or it's really it's young girl stroke woman because it's that bridge again. But it's exactly the same. It's almost like there's this mirror image that perimenopause is our second adolescence, and actually the hormones are rewiring again in both in both phases. They are rewiring themselves. They're, but in the first puberty or first adolescence, they're wiring themselves to spark up our reproductive um, hormonal journey but perimenopause they're wiring down they're, they're, there's a lot of the, the levels are going down but they're both turbulent times they affect our mood and um, all sorts of things um, and and yes it hasn't been basically I think it's a taboo you know periods the women's bodies blood menstruation and I actually there's a part of me which is kind of silly, I know, but there's a part of me that goes, I can't believe I'm up here talking about this publicly, you know, because there's there's this shame that has been shame across the board around this. It's not something that is it positively embraced in our culture, but I do think it's changing. And I do think women are becoming more and more aware of their cycles and the, the energy the differences in energy and, and the importance of rest of when, you know, the week leading up to our period and during our period, it's really important to rest. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been so kind of, I call it yang in our way of being, you know, that very go, 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 success, don't stop, no time to rest. We've got to build, we've got to grow, we've got to be really, really on it the whole time. And as women, we're not, we have a cycle. 
so it's about well what does that cycle mean and and there's different energy levels within that and um I can't remember your question now I went off track <laughs> oh that's okay I can't quite remember it either I was just getting caught up with what you're saying in terms of I I completely you know it resonates I completely agree with you in that you know as women we do have a cycle and there's so much beautiful or there's so much beauty to, to come out of it in terms of understanding that cycle and working with ourselves in that mm. very very special yeah. way and having more of these discussions like you you are Charlotte with your work us having this discussion on this episode I um you know it's I think it's really wonderful um I am also tuned in a little in this area and I'm sort of you know getting a feel that there is this change in tide which is so refreshing and I think we just have to keep going going with it and at it um so Charlotte if we were to say you know I guess um someone wants to sort of um you know become in tune with themselves in their cycle wherever they're at you know um mm -hmm. you know whilst menstruating in the sort of that period there or they're in the perimenopause um, what would you suggest? What are some, you know, a couple of, you know, suggestions to sort of help um, one start to tune in? <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to think through a, a book um, that is a really good book uh, that I could recommend is called the um, it, it's about bloody time the menstrual revolution we need to have i've actually got it here i'll i'll send you the um and uh it's a, a book about um your actual period it's about menopause it kind of encompasses everything but it also contextualizes our cycle in um in a i suppose a in society of where it is but um that's kind of the big picture if you're up for a big read if you just want to um learn about um the the different phases there's uh, the period coach she's called she's a woman in america she's really good um and she talks uh about all the things we've been mentioning you know your flows of energy but she also puts um some a spin on how you can work you know like your actual work how you can use your period um in line with your work and take advantage of the the different energy sides of things I'm trying to think of some Aussie uh, maybe you I can send you some information you can put them in the yeah, notes sure, um, sure. yeah no, that's but nice. but really that's at the end of the day if you're in tune with your uh, spring the four seasons just start thinking of your your weeks because um, obviously there is you know they say the average cycle length is anywhere between twenty one and thirty five days like that, that not average but it's you know you're you're often told it's twenty eight days but again that's not normal like everybody's different and the normal range that's what I'm saying it's between twenty one and thirty five days yeah. but to tune in to your cycle and and think like if you've just so you, the the, your actual bleeding time is that's your winter and your ovulation time which we're not taught but um I certainly talk about it with the girls is to get in touch with the cervical fluid because that's how you know when you're ovulating you, you learn to read you know we think of our cycle as just the blood but actually there's a there's a whole cervical fluid side of things that that you can start to read um 
And so, and that's your summer. And then in between is your spring and your autumn. So you can just start to map it. And that's really what the book's around as well. It's about mapping, mapping where we are in our life cycle. And so for perimenopausal women, like I said, it's this bridge between their summer and their autumn, but it's also knowing, okay, so my progesterone started to go down and then knowing that, okay, the next thing's gonna go down um well actually you have an estrogen dominance then so the estrogen is high for a while and all the different things that that means and then your estrogen goes down so having this as a map really helps us navigate the territory when when we're going up and down you know with some of these moods and because we do get more short-tempered like there is this kind of feisty fire that comes in where we before because estrogen is the um it's called the hormone of accommodation. It's like, it's or known as that, because what it does is it, it actually is beautiful because it means we, we're caregivers. In order to, if we do have babies and children, we, we give a lot of ourselves over and estrogen's really woven into this giving side and being able to put ourselves on the back burner a bit for our children, for our family. But when this starts to go down, then this fire kind of wakes up in ourselves going, oh, I'm here. And what is it that I really want to do? And, and that actually does really annoy me. And, I, you know, may not have done before, but now I'm going to say something about it. And so the, <laughs> all of these things, it's really handy to know, right? Rather oh, than definitely. just what's going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and reassuring that these things, these feelings, these emotions are normal. If you're having a look at what is happening biologically, you just mm. talking, Charlotte, about the, you know, estrogen and its and its role, its very nurturing, you know, caregiving role. And when that drops during perimenopause, that there is this, oh, what's what's going on? I've given, 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 but what have I given to myself or those sorts yeah. of feelings? So I think it's really beautiful. Like, you know, your book, um, you know, being the guide that it is, that it, it's reassuring that it, it puts these um, elements of life in, in context and that in a resonating way going, wow, okay, I feel this way because that makes sense. This is what's happening. Yes. And you just saying that, it, the penny just dropped with me as well. So I just love hearing you talk about just the short instances of your work and this perimenopause period and what's happening. And I think this is just really beautiful to get that word out there. So that's not one person going crazy or being irrational. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's elements of craziness and yeah. irrational, yeah. of course but rational in the way of what's happening in the body. Mm, that's right. That's right. And, and really, you know, we can point our finger and blame, you know, the education system or, you know, some would say it's the patriarchy's fault, which I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of um, in that. But at the end of the day, it's up to us to take responsibility for ourselves and say, I need to educate myself here. I want to know what's going on with my body. And then I'm more empowered. And then I'm able to make these choices. And just like, um, you know, you talked about knowing now to rest at certain parts of your cycle. It's the same, actually, when you think from we're going from summer to autumn in perimenopause, rest is actually a really important part of it as well. That time to rest and to be able to go in because that, that's what our bodies are, are asking for. We're pretty exhausted by the time we've been through our busy summer. You know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, true. yeah. So there's, there's so much 
and wisdom in this cyclical thinking that I think it's it's um, probably something we knew our ancestors knew years ago when we were more in touch with the land and we just had to live with the seasons but with electricity and with air conditioning and heat you know all the things wonderful things that we have it means that we're a little bit more out of touch with some some things that actually serve us as women yeah yeah oh wow okay so much wow you're talking about there and I love the fact that when you just said you know we can we can we can say it may be due to xyz but in the end it comes down to us doesn't it charlotte taking charge of our own health and in this way when we look after ourselves we're looking after others you know our immediate family extended family friends and and even further from there we're looking after each other collectively when we're looking after ourselves and i think the take home message here is getting in tune becoming more in tune with your body it's it's mm. rhythms it's cycles and how to harness the energy um you know at particular times to be very you know efficient in that extraction or doing some really beautiful things with that energy but then there is that time for rest because the body mm. is needing that and if you don't if you're not getting that rest for example in perimenopause when you've like you mentioned i love how you said oh well you've gone through a whole you know um a season of summer um for so many years that if you're not listening to your body it just screams louder and louder doesn't it to the point where then yeah. we are developing physical ailments because the you know those those prods were not listened to you know the subtle prods of yeah there needs to be some that's rest. so yeah. true yeah so true and like you say our bodies have to scream and then it's so easy to blame our body and say I feel really my body's let me down when actually it's like well I should have been listening in the beginning and yeah so it's it's recalibrating our relationship with our body yeah beautiful i love that recalibrating our relationship with our body oh my all right so your book it comes out is it monday next week yes monday next week the 23rd of november there's a launch there's an online launch and um it's going to be great there's three of my teachers who i learned what the cyclical wisdom from and who i uh, one of the trainers well she does the um, celebration day for girls which is the menstrual education program I teach and then there's also my uh, where I've got all my birth wisdom from and I attended her training to become a doula a birth attendant so they're, they're, and they're all women in their 60s they're shining examples of the post-menopausal zesty feisty woman in her power she's been through the perimenopause bit been through the tricky part she's now fully in the autumn of her life so there's going to be a panel discussion and um, yeah, all the info is on um, charlotteyoung.com.au um, about the book, which is called Changing Woman, Understanding Perimenopause and, um, and the book launch if anybody wants to come. Yeah. Wonderful. So it's online, as you mentioned, and all the details yes. at your website, which I'll put into the show yes. notes. And where mm -hmm. else can our, the listeners of this podcast find you? Um, well, I'm on Instagram, Changing Woman, Facebook, the same, Changing Woman, and LinkedIn, it's Charlotte Young. Wonderful. Yeah. And Charlotte, you do, you mentioned, so you've got the book coming out next week, but you run regular, you, well, you run classes with teenage girls yes. and women in perimenopause. So maybe a little mm -hmm. bit about that quickly before we finish up. Yes. Well, so um, with the girls, it's actually 10 to 12, so they haven't hit the teens yet. Um, it's more the, okay. the 
be the preteen so that we're kind of setting it up for them. Although quite a few have started bleeding by then, but lots haven't, but it's, it's just this lovely day and the mums come in the afternoon and tell their first period story. So it's like normalizing, um, yeah, normalizing it for them. And then the perimenopausal, um, the, those workshops are still online, but next year I'll be taking them back out into the world again. But all the information's on my website. And yeah. I, I have one coming up in November and it's it's a lot to do with the body. And because the idea is when you enroll now in the workshops, you get the book um, as part of the enrollment. And then we get to do the interact, the meditation, the tuning into the body and really getting into this relationship that I'm talking about with the body and understanding tuning in so a bit of movement and a bit of meditation goes on and and lots of talking as well because that's what women need to do more is talk about what's happening to them and realize they're not on their own and that even though we've got our different experiences there's a commonality in how we how we're going through life and it's great to talk about it. Oh, it sure yeah. is. I think those com- these conversations are so rich mm. and refreshing and uh, reassuring. So uh, wonderful to hear about those um, those classes that you have online, but we'll be in the, what do they say, in the real life <laughs> come next year. Um, and yes. your beautiful trusty handbook on perimenopause, I'm sure, will be of, of, of a great assistance to many women. Um, and so lovely to hear that Thanks. they get that book when they're signing up for your sessions as well your classes yes yeah, yeah. wow yeah yeah the book is available and they can get it separate the book is available up on my website ebook yes. only and it will be on amazon uh but probably near december that will happen i'll put it up on amazon wonderful yeah. charlotte oh look thank you so much for this beautiful uh rich discussion about women's cycles and a very you know beautiful i'm going to say very beautiful and wondrous um time in a woman's life being perimenopause um, looking at it that way. Um, yeah. So thank you for sharing some of your wisdom. And I look forward to your book launch and 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 actually getting my hands on your book because I want to read it. I think it's going to be you know, very interesting. So thank you for this be- lovely discussion and your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for your great podcast. You're doing some really good episodes. And it's uh, I just love what you're doing, the marrying of the two. So the science and the spiritual it's great oh, thank you thank it's you about so time much, oh, thank you so much I think there's yeah there's there's so much oh we could you know everything is connected together that spirit and science yeah. and and definitely women's cycles and this period of perimenopause is an I reckon a shining example of marrying the science and the spiritual elements you know together mm. um to really yes. harness that the the wisdom in our, you know, our body's wisdom. Thanks again, Charlotte. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any questions or comments, please connect with me on Instagram at Food Spirit Wellness. Also, if you feel guided, I would be so appreciative if you could rate the podcast and share it with others you feel may enjoy it or benefit from it. And this way, the podcast can reach more and more people. Until next time, be sure to nourish your mind, body and soul.